0: Well, hello, traders and investors. Today is August 26th. We are on a Wednesday, the last Wednesday of August. September's right around the corner, and we've got a lot to talk about today. Now, yesterday, we've had two pieces of data. We had consumer confidence and new home sales. Consumer confidence was terrible. I mean, the news was bad. It wasn't positive at all. We were The range was, the consensus was 93. We came out with 84. And the range was 88 to 94 we went below the range so consumer confidence is not good now the reason that's important is because we've got gdp on thursday and gdp is the biggest report of the quarter and it's going to tell us how much we grew or sank that's not good on the good news we had very very positive new home sales i told you guys about two months ago that basic materials and new home sales were going to go through the roof and i was right as usual <laughs> i'm not always right but in this case i was dead on i mean if you look at the new home sales numbers they beat all expectations again an existing sales not actual was 901 the highest expectation was 800,000. we had 901. that's huge huge home sales are going through the roof now i'm expecting the markets to be subdued today why because we've got gdp tomorrow not because of the of the jobless claims because we've got GDP and we've got Jerome Powell and Powell is going to be talking about the future of our economy. Now, are there gonna be any changes in in store? I don't think so, especially with Powell. This Fed does not know how to hold anything close to chest, to their chest. They tell us everything. They literally tell us everything as far ahead as a year, which is not something the Fed is supposed to do. They should keep things close to the vest. But again, I'm expecting a subdued day because we have GDP tomorrow, and we have Mr. Powell talking, and we've got new home sales. But that number is going to be better than expected because home sales, because of low interest rates, and people have been putting money back into the back into their house. So existing home sales refinances have been going through the charts. Now, let's talk about global markets a little bit. Global shares were mostly lower Wednesday as investors looked ahead to a much anticipated speech. That's happening tomorrow. Data released is giving a mixed bag of signals, such as a relatively positive U.S. home sales, but a disappointing read on consumer confidence, which is what I just told you. Most market players are watching for Fed Chair Jerome Powell's speech on Thursday. I guess I didn't really need to go through this because we just covered all of it. It's very difficult to predict how things are gonna go. Central banks slashing short-term rates. We don't know how much more money the Fed is going to put or or central banks are going to flow into the market. Crude oil is right at that breaking level. If it goes just a dollar or two into the toilet, then energy prices are going to be uh, bleeding because it costs energy companies in the low 40s to buy a barrel of crude oil in America. So right now they're kind of like at a break even they're not they're not really making money right now but they're not bleeding a lot of cash because they can make a little bit money of crude oil but if crude oil prices goes down they're gonna have to buy for less than what they sell so that's not a good situation And this is why i keep looking at crude oil prices almost on a daily basis and reminding you of them now Looking at the stock market, the stock market's going higher. I've been talking about a massive divergence, as you could see here. The lows, the RSI levels here, you could see is higher, lower, lower, higher. Even if we expand it and take it all the way up to here, which we probably should do, it doesn't really change anything. We've got higher highs, lower lows. That's divergence. In in addition to that, we've got RSI level almost at 80 folks do you know how hard it is to get the RSI to move up to 80 that's telling me that that rubber band is stretched out now to give me some confirmation and this is important and I want you to pay attention close attention this is the put-to-call ratio this is the overall put-to-call ratio this tells us how bullish option traders are versus how bearish they are typically when option traders get please pay attention this is important I mean really important this is one of my top three indicators it's usually useless and random, but when it's not, oh man, it, it's deadly accurate, like right now. So when the, when the number of calls bought is extremely high in comparison to the puts, the put-to-call ratio goes really low, like it is right now. We're near historic lows. I mean, let me, let me go uh, further in price. Let me go to six months, just so you could see how low this thing goes. Look at what happened in June. Look look at how it bounces every time it goes into the 60s level. But let me go a little further so you could see how low this number is. Notice we hardly ever go down to these levels. And every time we go down to these levels, we bounce, we bounce, we bounce. This is telling us that market traders are getting a little too exuberant for their own good. I mean, just look at the S&P 500. We continue making all-time highs when the market momentum levels are telling me, we're done. We're done. It's like a rubber band that just keeps getting stretched out. But again, that's all good and fine. But when the put-to-call ratio gets below 70, that means the ratio of calls is too high. That's like putting beginners who've never traded into the mar- in the market, giving them a lot of money, knowing that they're going to bust out. That's where we're at right now. This is where bulls are just plowing, plowing money into the market with blindly just going and forgetting all sense of of fundamentals and technicals and momentum levels. Because, folks, momentum levels, and I've been talking about momentum levels almost every day this week, they're not pretty right now. So the put-to-call ratio is at 62. Now, you see this number when it gets to 180, 170, even right here, 120? That's when the market gets overly bearish and it bounces back up. But now the market is overly bullish. Notice how the put-to-call ratio has been moving lower, 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 lower. The market has been favoring call buying. But again, once the level gets to the 0.60, 0.70, 0.62, that rubber band is just stretched too much. So I'm expecting a market cool off over the next few sessions, partly because the put-to-call ratio is favoring the calls by such a large margin. All right. And again, most of the time, 90% of the time, this indicator is useless, it's noise. The only time I really pay attention is when it gets above 120 or when it goes below 70. And right now it's at 62, that's a very, very bullish, and that's a very, very bearish indicator in terms of what it's going to do, but in terms of the market sentiment, it's a very bullish indicator. It's telling us that the number of calls is outperforming the number of puts to such a degree where the market needs to turn now again, this indicator is usually random. So you only want to pay attention to it when it's really, really low, like below 70 or above 115, 120 below 70. It's telling us that there's too many call traders above 115, above 20. It's telling us that markets are getting too fearful. So here below 70 markets are too greedy above 120 markets are extremely fearful. And when markets get too fearful, they switch back when markets gets too greedy, they switch back. So again, most of the time, this rubber band is kind of in its fluctuation. But when it gets too stretched out when it does, it's at 115, 120, or point 0.70 or lower. And folks, it's stretched out right now. Let me show you something I've been showing you for God knows how long. But I want to show you this again. If you look at the overall stock market, if you look at the stock market, only 51% of stocks in the overall stock market, are trading above the 200-day moving average okay so the market is not as bullish internally as it looks but the S&P 500 the S&P and the Nasdaq let me look at the Nasdaq so you could see what I'm talking about let me look at the Nasdaq 100 look at these momentum levels 77 percent of stocks trading above the 50 day moving average and it's overdone see momentum levels let me go here look at momentum levels we had 98% of stocks trading above the 50 day moving average now we have 77% of stocks but price let me go to the qqq continues to make all time highs look at that and we're seeing major divergence this is what i was showing you this is pre covid higher prices divergence we break down higher prices divergence Pow! It may not happen this week. It may not happen next week. But it's going to happen very, very soon. We're overdue for a a correction. And again, when the put-to-call ratio gets to this level, watch out. Look at the level it went to in uh, in February, and look at the after the crash. This is pre-crash, post-crash. So again, once and we're lower now than we were in the COVID climate. So I'm telling you, we are overdue. Maybe a three-day pullback. Maybe a two-week pullback. But the markets are overdue the put the call ratio is hardly ever wrong when it gets to these levels pay attention for it pay attention to it and most importantly have an amazing day thanks for listening today make sure to subscribe to the market talk podcast on spotify apple podcasts or whatever platform you're listening from today so you don't miss any important news regarding your money and your investments. Have a great rest of your day. My name is Roger Scott and happy trading.